Hi, and welcome to Does This Make Me Look Old? A podcast about aging as gracefully as possible when you're just not ready. We're two 40-something-year-old friends who find themselves kind of straddling that really odd period of time when aging and everything that it's associated with is starting to become a much bigger part of our lives. We're definitely curious, but at the same time, rather terrified about aging. I'm Shiv. I'm a health science nerd and pop culture fiend. And I'm Sim, an adult in waiting, obsessed with finance and self-help books. We're going to be talking about the stereotypes of aging and how they affect us. And we'll also be doing some deeper dives um, into some interesting topics, such as what it's like to get old in the society, dating when you're older, and scientific advancements in anti-aging products, and even evolution and scientific thinking around aging. And throughout it all, we chat, rant, laugh about our adulting mishaps, of which there are so, so, so many. So join us as we navigate our second quarter life crisis. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Did This Make Me Look Old? Um, so today, it's so funny that we're kind of like riffing off of that music episode, but the one, but I... I, I remember like when we were talking about that music episode, I did say that we were going to touch on this topic. And uh, yeah, I'm kind of glad that we're going to be talking about it today. So um, so yeah, so if anybody is wondering what on earth I'm talking about. <laughs> um, so in the music episode, I was bringing up this Arcade Fire song. Right. Right, called Suburban War. And the whole point of that song is just basically about how um, friendships evolve and diverge and sometimes wane as you age and uh it so then that made me think a little bit about it's a sad song i know it's a really <laughs> sad song it's it's beautiful but it's it's quite sad <laughs> so then um uh yes yeah, so then actually that like just because we do a lot of thinking about aging and how it affects us it made me think about friendships as we age and it's true like i think that i think the reason that that song resonates so much is because friendships do change as you age when, when did the song come out do you know i think it came out in 2014 okay yeah, so 2013, so 2014 yeah and and did it strike you at like I, I had never heard it until you told me about it yeah so um did it strike you then like did it kind of make you feel nostalgic or oh because you're yeah you're wondering like like seven years ago or whatever mm-hmm. like did it did it make, like did it impact did it, you the same way as, yeah. as, as it does today yeah um it did I think it did mainly because so I was in Houston at the time Mm -hmm. and so um and I think that well especially as a person who has moved a lot over the over the course of my life you find that your friendships do change Mm -hmm. with every move and so uh so I think it did resonate with me at the time and then now that we're you know, discussing um, topics around aging. It's like, it, it's also like, it's just maintained its significance, basically. Yeah, because yeah, I, 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 yeah. I guess, yeah, no, I see your point because you're right. Like friendships, um, I feel do change over time. Yeah. But also as we get older, I feel like it does change as well. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ask a question and I'm just laughing ahead of time because the first time I had asked Shiv this question, being the scientist that she is she literally took me literally <laughs> okay that was a weird way to say it but but she, basically she took it so seriously because I'm like 
yeah you know like do you think like like how many friends would you say like you know we actually have and I think I just meant it in the general you know general general way not you know <laughs> speaking in generalities like oh do you have a lot of clothes do you have a lot of friends you know and she said I don't think I can count my friends I don't <laughs> She goes, I don't know. Like she's, you know, and she's like, no, I don't want to count how many friends I have. (laughs) I don't know why I just found that so funny. (laughs) It's like, no, I don't expect you to count them one by one. I just meant like, you know, do you feel that the number of friendships, you know, has changed over time? Yeah. I took her quite literally. I'm like, I don't want to list numbers. (laughs) Um, No, the reason I'm saying that is because, um, you know, like you have the obvious ones, right? Like, oh, you know, you're really good friends in high school and, you know, you sort of, or you go to college and you make really good friends and you don't really, you know, they sort of wane off or taper mm-hmm. off over the years. Yeah. But I do think that, you know, when you talked about moving to different places and, and I've done the same, right? Yeah. Like we've both gone and started afresh in different parts of the world for at least two to four years at a time. Yeah. And so um, we ended up making friends right? Like meeting new people. And, and they were at different stages of our lives, yeah. um, different ages. And, but it, the process was still the same, right? Like it was like going to university and you meet a whole bunch of people. Yeah. You have a really good time with a lot of them, yeah. but some of them start becoming closer. Yeah. And then when you move to a new city or a new place, maybe a fraction of those you're still in touch with yes. on a regular basis. Yeah. And the others are more like, oh my gosh, it's nice to see you randomly, you know, Facebook message or something like that. Yeah. So I was just wondering if that's a similar trend in your life as well. Yeah, I would think so. And I mean, you don't even have to move. Cause like, I was thinking like, even over the course, like just over the course of time, like, you know, you make a lot of friends in your twenties, you're going out a lot. You've got True. like, you know, like you're and because you make friends over shared interests like I think it's easier to do so when you're younger because your shared interests can be very loose Mm -hmm. like it can be um that's a good point right yeah yeah because you, you and you can you kind of are still finding yourself in like finding out who you are as a person like you're still not completely like so you're experimental and open to things exactly and you're not and I mean, not like I'm super stuck in my ways right now, but you know, like your personality sort of like gels over time. (laughs) And so then, so like when you're in your twenties, I feel like you can have many different groups of friends because you have so many varied interests. That's true. But then over time, like as some of those interests kind of fade away, then like it kind of whittles down your friend group. So yeah, you don't even have to move. It's just a question of just aging <laughs> <laughs> that sounds sad I know. <laughs> it sounds sad. <laughs> but at the same time like it doesn't have to be because the quality I think improves yes though. you yeah. know like I you're yeah because I mean I think that the friendships that I have now are a lot more meaningful yeah uh for the most part right like I mean or maybe my definition of friendship has changed mm-hmm. because like the people I'm really close to I, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, you know, like that's deepened over time. Yeah. But I feel like my circle of acquaintances is still very big and yeah. very broad. And there is, um, you know, a deep level of friendship there as well. It just might not be at a frequency that I was used to as, at a younger age. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I think that also life puts certain constraints on the time that you can spend with people. And so you end up 
not being able to spend as like you just can't spend time with like I don't know like 70 people you know that you might have known over the course of your time like at some point you have to kind of prioritize right and so I think that's also part of it just because responsibilities that you have kind of um yeah like you acquire more responsibilities as you like move through life and I think it's it um it just makes your it just makes you value your time more and value who you put into your like life schedule a little bit more right yeah uh, no that's true like when did you first start noticing that though in your life like you said like when you heard the song it yeah. kind of made you feel a little bit like oh yeah so clearly <laughs> it impacted you right yeah so were you already um noticing this trend um back then or was that a new insight yeah I, I think it was mainly because of the stage of oh this is yeah so like this this yeah I mean it does bring up something which I want to talk about which is also stages of your life mm -hmm. so because I think I had heard that song yeah like seven years ago and that's kind of around the time like people are kind of settling down and having families and so then you know you find that just because of these like kind of shifts in what people are doing in their lives or what your friends are doing in their lives it kind of makes it it impacts your friendship with them and so like for some people that means that you know maybe they feel they don't have a shared interest with you anymore and they like I don't want to say ghost you, but like, it's kind of like they, like the two of you just kind of diverge. Yeah. But for some other people, it doesn't matter. Right. So like, it's, uh, yeah. 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 I think it just depends on a person's personality. Yeah. I was actually going to say that because I mean, I know like in movies or books or articles, you know, they'll always say that, you know, there's a period or, or the stage, but yeah. I'm kind of, and I think the stage does play a part. But I also think, like you said, like a lot of it depends on the personality because like we have friends who, you know, like maybe uh, went the more traditional route of getting married by a certain age and having a kid by a certain age, but yeah. we're still very close with them. Yeah. Um, and I have those like, you know, um, in, other, you know, like in California and, you know, in, in Australia and, and, and I noticed like it, sometimes with those friends, we may not talk every day, yeah. but it just, you know, you, but the, the depth of the friendship is still there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it didn't get impacted. No. And then the friends that we have here who've, um, you know, who have the kids or whatever, um, I think that, or even if they don't have kids, like whatever, but the point is like, I feel like, um, the, again, the depth is there that it's, it is meaningful that they made an effort. Yeah. And I think that that's for me is, is the part that I noticed that some people, you're willing to put in the effort for and like and vice versa they're yeah. willing to put in the effort for you yeah and so those are the friendships that sort of flourish yeah and, and stay true i guess yeah. you know and and deepen over time yeah but then there were those friendships that you know sort of were so intense right like in college or whatever in high school yeah and you're like oh my god these are my best friends ever and you <laughs> can't think of anything yeah and I think even now when I see them there is a joy in seeing them but uh somewhere along the line I think it was like an unspoken thing where it was kind of like well we'll catch up when we catch up yeah 
will see you when I see you. Yeah. And I don't know what it was or how or why it happens. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like the the quality of it changes. Yeah. Right? Like it's just kind of um, it's not that you it's not that you have like there's there's no bad feelings between the two of you, but it's just kind of like you just realize that they're not like you're not a priority in their life. They're not a priority in yours. And that, like, and that's okay. Like, yeah, that's fine. Like, that's totally you know, fine. Yeah. It's like you said, you can't hang out with 70 people every month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not, I mean, I guess it could be possible, but, like, there's, I don't know. For me, there's only so much time in the day. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, more than two friends a day. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so, um, and I'm an extrovert, and I think I would still struggle to do that. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I do... Um, it's funny, but, you know, speaking of putting in effort, like, what do you think would be, like, the right level of effort? I know it sounds stupid, so I'm hear me out. <laughs> no, but what I mean is, um, uh, maybe it's not the right way to say it, but I guess I was thinking, like, how do you sort of determine, uh, you know, how much effort to put in? Like, what if you're keep you're putting in the effort but then you don't see it reciprocated and then you kind of let it taper out or vice versa right like someone's always reaching out to you wants to hang out and you kind of go oh but I'm so busy and you know I'll catch up later yeah um at what point I guess I'm thinking like you know is the time to sort of call a spade a spade and say uh time to move on yeah I know I don't know I mean like I guess that would be different for different people no I mean I yeah I I don't have an answer to that it's just uh I guess it depends on how much effort you want to do to keep like I don't know you want to put in to keep you know reaching out to these people right like I yeah I don't have an I don't have an answer for you no I I, I was just thinking like you know because sometimes you do see that in your life right like sometimes there are some people who will reach out a lot and you're like oh hi how are you but then you don't end up doing the same level of yeah you know yeah um impact back yeah um and vice versa I'm guessing you know so I, I don't know I always just wondered like what is it that draws a person to do that and want you know yeah um, and when do the people get the message finally <laughs> When are they getting the message that you're basically ghosting them? Is that it? What? <laughs> Put it that way. You know, let's just edit that part out. <laughs> hey, no, I'm just being honest. Like, you know, like it happens, right, over time. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends how much you value that friendship, right? Yeah. Like, so, yeah. I mean, it's interesting. Like, well, the other thing is, is that, you know, I was thinking about, like, friendships and how they change as you age. And I, um, like they've actually, yeah. What I found interesting is that somebody's actually done a study on it to figure out, you know, interactions between people. And, uh, yeah. So there was this group in, I, oh, I want to say Finland. It's definitely a country in Europe, but I found interesting about the papers that they don't actually name the country. They just say a country in Europe, <laughs> <laughs> but they actually used cell phone data in, to, in order to figure out like how many people you keep in contact. Yeah. With. Yeah. Over, over the period of a year. And they basically like, they basically parsed it out in terms of gender and they parsed it out over time and, and age, age groups. groups. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, yeah. And so what they found was that, yeah, basically people have a lot of interactions with one another, like up till the age of 25 and then suddenly it starts dropping mm-hmm. and then, um, women more than men. And then at 45, there's another drop. 
And then, um, yeah. And then I think at 55, it actually, I think it's, it changes a little. Like, I think it actually starts increasing a little because, and they, they, so they, you're hitting, you're going towards retirement. Is that why? No, actually they think it's because, so, okay. So then they hypothesize that the reason it drops at around the age of 25 and like women more than men is because that's when people start settling down and having kids and because women are more invested you know in like raising children so this is at the 25 age yeah group. okay yeah so like because women are more invested in like raising the like children at that time like mm-hmm. that's when their social circle starts reducing and then men follow like me like a few a few years later and then um but it starts picking up again at in the in like the mid 50s because that's when those people well not those people because obviously they were looking at cohorts of people right so but they hypothesized that like the people in their mid 50s are now interacting more with their families so like their adult children so then suddenly like their interaction with like their adult children increases and they have and they actually track like quality of time that they spend like as using phone call i think using like the cell phone data as like a surrogate for like how much time they're spending, like interacting with these people. It was, it's, it's like, it's Did ingenious, it include... but kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Did they include text as well? No, they didn't. I think it was only voice call. Oh, it was only voice call. So they really went straight to the heart. Like how do you, how many people do you actually want yeah. to speak with? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but then keep in mind, I think the study was like started in 2007. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I mean, like, that's the caveat, right? Because, like, I I don't know how, I mean, I don't know how, what the proportion of people who texted and voice called were at that time. Like, I feel like, I don't know, like, I honestly don't talk to people. I don't spend that much time on the phone anymore. <laughs> so I do. <laughs> I always, like, I. well, I don't spend that much time on the phone because when I do, it's, like, hours. Hours. <laughs> And so, like, you really need to invest the time. But, like, uh, yeah. So I spend a lot of time texting because, like, you know, it's just it's just easier to check up on somebody because it's, like, you still want to, you know, keep in touch. But um, you don't know what their life is like. They don't know. Like, you mm-hmm. know, you, like, your lives are busy. And, you're like, you don't want to – I always feel like I don't want to subjugate you to an hour-long conversation if you can't do it right now. <laughs> But you might feel obligated to talk to me because I called you. <laughs> oh, that's very that's very kind of you, actually. Um, it's so funny because I think for me, it's more um, I'm like I'll text and stuff, but it's that's more of a um, if I'm connecting with you really quickly, like, hey, do you know where this is? Or are we meeting? Are we still meeting up? Or yeah. um, you know, something like that, like something that can easily get resolved, yeah. like where it's more like a question and answer based conversation. But I do feel the need to like sort of just be like, hey, what's up? No reason to call. Just wanted to call just to chat, you know? Yeah. And I feel like I do that a lot. Oh, okay. Well, that's <laughs> I mean, relatively for today's day and time, I think I do it a lot. <laughs> like, you know, um, there are some people that I'll just call more often and be like, hey, what's up? What you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are certain people that like, yeah, I don't know. I just find that the people that I call, like, when we talk, it's, like, for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I so, think for me it varies. Depends. You know, sometimes it's a 10-minute conversation. Sometimes it's... Yeah, 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 yeah. No. I think that's been, like, a, that's that's definitely been consistent for me. Like, it, when I was a teenager, and, I, like, 
yeah, my family can attest to this. Like when I was a teenager, I was on the phone for hours. That has not changed. <laughs> I just don't do it that often anymore. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, no, that's yeah, no, I I I do. Um yeah, no, there's some people that I'll talk a lot with, and then there's some people, but I'll still call or answer calls. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, if it's like a regular conversation, I'll be like, you know, like, like when we're just, Hey, are you on your way? You know, yeah, like, yeah. are we doing that? But then I'm like, why are you calling me? <laughs> just to tell me that. <laughs> I'll see you soon. But yeah, no, it did shift a lot more to text-based com- conversations though. So I'd be curious if they will, um, yeah, repeat that study, yeah. but with like a little bit more recent data. Yeah. Um, cause I'm sure that, you know, with the advances, the chain the pattern of communication has probably changed yeah yeah but a the lot thing is, I, I think that doing it well i i wonder though recording the length of a call is easy but then like actually the quality well i mean because that's a surrogate for quality but then if you start get, looking at texts that people are sending like i don't know how much of an invasion of privacy that is right no but maybe not the content of it but like how many messages you send yeah, because that would be a surrogate for the the like the volume of texts within that period would yeah. be a surrogate for a conversation, right? Yeah. yeah. So if you're texting back and forth for half an hour, yeah, you know, as opposed to just like a quick like five minute text or a two second text or, or like a yeah. send a random text, yes, no, yeah, back, you know, like yeah. three messages versus yeah. thirty, yeah, that might be a surrogate, yeah. like a, a way to sort of quantify that, yeah. But I mean, yeah, like, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know what the, I have no idea what the legal, like, the, the legalities around that are, but it'd be curious, it would, it would be an interesting study. So, yeah, anyway, it's interesting that people, yeah, I mean, people What are was the article called? Do you remember? Um, I think it was, oh, you know, it's like. Because I read about the article. Yeah. Um, and I think it was a CNN article, and I read about that, and, um, but I don't think I actually read the whole paper. No, oh. not that I don't think. I know I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was published in the Royal Society Open Science Journal. It's an open access journal. Uh-huh. And it's called Sex Differences in Social Focus Across the Life Cycle in Humans. Um, and the lead author, well, so the first author is uh, Kunal Bhattacharya. And uh, the senior author is Kimo Kaski. So, yeah. Anyway, so it was published in April of 2016. So it's interesting that it's getting traction now if, if cnn like no i think it came out around 2017 or something oh, okay, i remember okay. the yeah. article but when we were talking about this um as a potential topic uh you know i think i just i was just like oh i, I remember like this had a thing on it yeah and uh you know then a little google search <laughs> found the article for me and i was like <laughs> and i still just i was like oh well, yeah that's what the article was about but. <laughs> But yeah, I didn't go straight down into the actual article. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I, I well, you know, I, I was just like, let's go to the source and see what they did. <laughs> but yeah, it's an interesting study. Like, I mean, it kind of yeah, because like it tracks kind of. It's almost like tracking like somebody through a life cycle, you know, and seeing mm-hmm. seeing how things change. But yeah, I mean, I think it's it, it isn't a bad surrogate because like I do think that that is what happens. Like I feel like in my twenties, I had a lot of like different varied friends and then it just just kind of like whittles down to yeah just whittles down to kind of like the only like the only the ones you find like truly important now like I mean I would think that the pandemic has changed it quite a bit too right um yeah for sure like especially with 
especially with social bubbles that the governments like that governments were basically trying to impose on the public like then that really puts everything into perspective you're like oh who do i include in my bubble <laughs> family it is <laughs> But are we really quantifying quality of friends then? <laughs> so can you really run away from your siblings and your parents? <laughs> but I think that's basically what they were tracking in this study too, right? Like a lot of people, like over time, like really like family is the most important. important. You know, they because they had different tiers. Like they could they could track the different tiers of like friends that people had based on the quality of their conversations. Interesting. And so yeah, super. It's interesting, but at the same time, like, super creepy. <laughs> like, super, what were you doing exactly? Anyway, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what kind of... Okay, I guess it's not relevant for this conversation. <laughs> but I'm like, I wonder what hurdles they had to face to get access to that data. Yeah, I know. I'm curious, too. Like, that kind of social science work that people do, especially... Like, like did people opt in to have their data collected and yeah. shared and used this way like yeah. i'm just curious yeah i know yeah because it was done through a cell company and they didn't actually say anything about like because it's aggregate data that's the mm-hmm. one thing yeah so, so it's, all it's all anonymous, anonymous. yeah 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 but like yeah but i mean i i'm just curious like do we actually like in our contracts because i lord knows i've never read my contract <laughs> I mean, did we just sign off like our data can be utilized for research purposes? But, you know, like, I'm just curious. I mean, I think it allows third party individuals, like certain contracts do allow third party individuals access to your data. I have read that Uh. in certain, (laughs) I have read that in certain like consent forms. Like if you really want to do, like if you really want an app or you really want something, you kind of like, you are signing away certain. Yeah, because otherwise you don't even get to use the app anymore, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is anyway. Yeah, anyway. So I, I just thought it was an interesting little topic that we could chat about. You know how how friendships changes you age. It's and I think of, I it would be interesting. Be no, no, it's not dark at all. I, I, I'm just curious. Like maybe our expectation from friendships also change over time, right? Yeah, like, yeah. like I remember. Yeah. I mean, do you remember as teenagers? Right, the expectation was you're gonna spend all the time at school. Because you're best friends with, like, whatever, 20 people. Yeah. <laughs> you're all traveling in packs. You know? <laughs> and then you go home and you're all, like, calling each other and hanging out with each other and, all you know, going to the mall, whatever. Yeah. And then, I mean, you're, like, together literally all the time as much as you can be together, yeah. uh, you know, based on your, I don't know, curfews or whatever. And then you sort of go home and then you get on the phone and you hang out with the close ones among the close ones yeah. and you know you catch up with them and it's like the intensity of that friendship yeah. is hilarious but you know and now it's more about the quality of my conversations yeah um, rather than having to spend like I was telling you like some of my really good friends like you know they don't even live in Canada yeah um but you know, every time I talk to them, it's quality conversation and, yeah. and I miss them all the time. And, you know, when important things happen um, or even when not so important things happen, like sometimes it's just like just catching up. Yeah. But it's not like we were when we were like 13 years old, you know, where it's like my life's going to end if I'm not hanging out 24 <laughs> seven. <laughs> so like the expectation is more, I guess, quality now versus yeah. the quantity of time. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, that, and that's a function of aging too, right? Like, I mean, 
you only have a certain amount of time and your friends only have a certain like amount of time to give to you too right so but like when you do decide to share your time together it has to be it has to mean something so yeah yeah no, that's true. But anyway, let us know what you like. Has your friendships changed uh, in quantity or quality? <laughs> or like, are you making new friends as you get older? Right. Like, that's the other thing. Oh, right? yeah. Actually, we didn't touch on that. Yeah. But uh, maybe next time. But yeah, no, for sure. I, I've made friends in my 30s, late 30s. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, like, I think that. Uh, and good friends. Like, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that making i think making friends is probably you know you don't stop making friends throughout your life i think i would think not but i think that the opportunities to make friends probably are are less yeah Mm -hmm. like because you don't you're not spending a lot of time with people really anymore unless you go and seek out and you're not doing the variety of experiences that are more open it's more yeah uh, curated with your actual friends yeah. to do events so yeah. you know exactly. dinners and things like that yeah, yeah. no that's yeah. true that's a good point actually yeah for sure so like but I th- yeah I think that like I-, I think that it's true like people do can make friends as they get older it's just a question of like the opportunities you know and I have a feeling that once people retire because I find like my parents spend a lot of time with their friends now at least on the phone or whatever catching up yeah so now that they're getting older like i find like they're so cute (laughs) that's what i'm saying like i think that's what the study was showing that like in the mid 50s and up like you start because i think you have more time and so you're able to you know and they're like oh our kids left us (laughs) (laughs) or whatever you know like you said have more time let me just connect with oh remember you know yeah and they're like, yeah, my parents are always like, they have these um, WhatsApp groups of their school, high school friends now. It's hilarious. Like, <laughs> you know, 67-year-old man, like, <laughs> getting all excited about like, oh, look, you know, so-and-so sent me this meme. Oh, I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> <That's nice. laughs> cute. Like, he's reconnecting with a lot of his friends from high school and college. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. So it's cute. Yeah. But yeah, so let like let us know what your experiences with friendships have been over over time. I mean, yeah, it'd be interesting to know if this if this study really is true. I mean, because <laughs> really you're only hearing our experiences about it. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh yeah, no, and, and, and befriend us. <laughs> we'll make new friends with you. Exactly. Uh so we're on social media, Instagram, uh Facebook, uh Twitter, uh Does This Make Me Look Old, our website as well. And, uh, or you can always email us. Shiv checks it. Sim does not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So our, uh, email is dtmmlo1 at gmail.com. Which is why I actually didn't even know the email address. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or I mean, if you really want to type it all out, it's does this make me look old at gmail.com. And then, uh, our Twitter handle is, uh, does this make me look two, the number two. Yeah. That's it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, till next time. 